0: Okay, I wanted to make sure you're aware of something which went down last week. As a former military guy, I'm very concerned about communication security, especially now as a journalist. It's important that who I talk to, you know, no one else is listening. Well, last week, a letter was released which showed many of the encrypted apps that we use to communicate privately were actually sharing information or have been sharing information with the federal government and other agencies. iMessage from Apple and WhatsApp from Facebook were two of the ones that were especially uh, – highlighted for doing this. But there was one encrypted messaging service that was not in the article. Utopia P2P is a privacy ecosystem. It's decentralized, it's based on blockchain, it's anonymous. There's no central server that someone can break into and hack all your messages. So if you're interested in communicating without anyone else knowing that you're communicating or being able to hear what or see what you communicated, go to Utopia P2P or u.is for further information, and then i will tell you everything you need to know. Welcome back to American Conversations. We have a very special show and a very timely show today. Uh, Christine and I are speaking with Jack Maxey, former co-host of The War Room with Steve Bannon. Welcome, Jack, to the show.
1: Thank you for having me back. Always great to be here. Good to have so, you, Jim.
0: So, So uh, the issue of Kazakhstan has come up in a big way over the last few weeks with uh, a revolution in country and a lot of innuendo about the Biden crime family involved in Kazakhstan, brokering deals for the Chinese, etc. Jack has done a deep dive uh, on the Hunter Biden laptop and brought out a lot of information. But first, I just want to say that Kazakhstan is a huge country, former Soviet Union. It's mineral rich. It's on the Russian border in there, near abroad. They're very concerned about NATO expansion. It's a big space cosmodrome for Moscow. So it's a very important thing for the Kremlin, hence 3,000 plus and counting Russian troops now in-country. With that being said, Jack, uh, give us an overview from your standpoint of of why Kazakhstan is so important.
1: Well, you have to look at the geographic location of Kazakhstan. It's a a buffer zone for the Soviet Union from both Afghanistan and China in certain respects. There's a huge Russian uh, population that lives inside Kazakhstan from the Soviet era. Uh, Kazakhstan, for the most part, has been relatively secular as we watch Chechnya and other uh, uh, regions and other areas in the region have troubles with uh, Islamic radicalism. And so a lot of people, I think, thought Kazakhstan was going to be really the future and could have been a, a great bet. But like so many places behind the old Iron Curtain, it's so thoroughly corrupted That the common people have just been taken for a ride and i I think what we're seeing there today is as much a rejection of the elite inside kazakhstan as it is anything else i think that the people have grown tired watching others grow rich while they seem to just flatline for decades and uh there's a cautionary tale in that for the whole world but where hunter biden and His partners are concerned with Kazakhstan. They were involved there for years. Devin Archer had been traveling over there all the way since 2010, cultivating relationships. And your listeners would be interested to know that the very, very first trip that Hunter Biden takes with Burisma or on behalf of Burisma, and I've said this many times, Burisma was really a one degree of separation relationship that covered up the fact that almost every time hunter traveled with or on behalf of burisma there was always a chinese angle i.e they created uh, so let's go to the first trip they fly to paris for a board meeting they stay at the lincoln hotel they have a you know big fun time i didn't send you unfortunately uh, todd the email one of the follow-ups to this which was mm-hmm where Hunter tells Vadim that, no, he's not going to take the Secret Service with him to Kazakhstan. Not their kind of trip, Vadim. Uh, they're very upset about it, but so what? So you, you see these people just operating outside the guidelines. In fact, in 2012, Hunter contacts the head of Secret Service Security and asks for a uh, secure briefing on... And he screws up because he's just getting started. He calls it Tajikistan at first. (laughs) And they send him the briefing on Tajikistan. He goes, no, no, not that one. The one that's the (laughs) The other stand. (laughs) And so they send that to him, too. So you see over and over again, these federal officials doing bidding for Hunter. So they fly to Paris. They have a nice time there. Hunter's introduced and Devin. They've never gotten a single paycheck yet. They have not gotten a paycheck. They get that later in June, but they've already gotten fat his visas that he wanted from the State Department. And now they're on their way to Kazakhstan, ostensibly for Devin Archer's 40th birthday, because Devin's already cultivated a relationship with these guys. And Devin's relationship with these guys has been cultivated the whole time through the Chinese. So They fly to Kazakhstan, and this is all in writing, and I I wish that we had had more time. We just started this late last night, Todd and I. Uh, The whole purpose of these meetings is to secure the gas fields of Kazakhstan on behalf of the communist Chinese. And what's so interesting about this is that they have discussions about how are they going to get the gas to China? And one of the partners, there's three partners in these grifts. It's Hunter Biden, Devin Archer. Devin Archer, brief background was Christopher Hines' roommate at Yale.
2: Which is he, John Kerry's uh, stepson.
1: John Kerry's stepson. He was John Kerry's sort of body double spokesman when John Kerry ran for president. And thankfully at that time, Patriots stood up and swift voted him. But he has a long relationship with this family. this should scare everyone and actually he's the only thorough one the only guy who even makes a pretense of being a businessman is a guy named Jimmy Bulger Jimmy Bulger is named for his uncle Jimmy Whitey Bulger Uh, his father was the crooked head of the Massachusetts Senate head of uh, Massachusetts University of Massachusetts Amherst was fired from all his jobs when it was discovered he'd been helping Whitey Bulger all those years and he's a dear friend of John Kerry's. So John Kerry is tied in on all of this. John Kerry's actually involved tangentially in all of this, both with facilitating the visas for all the people from Burisma, et cetera, et cetera. And also, quite frankly, Devin Archer gets a million dollars for Alex Kerry, uh, uh, John Kerry's daughter, to make a movie that subject of which was never discussed by one of these oligarchs. And I can't remember if it was Mazenov or Kenes, but that occurred, or at least it was described as going to occur. So, so they trapped
2: Jack, Jack, let's set the stage here for people to understand. Massimo at this point in time, 2011, 2014 was the prime minister of Kazakhstan. So they, so these, these, these uh, Hunter Biden pals, Uh, are dealing at the top of the heap in Kazakhstan through the State Department. And John Kerry at that point in time was the secretary of state, correct?
1: Well, I'm not sure that there were any direct coordination with the State Department in terms of their meetings and things. But let's be clear, when the son of the vice president is having crooked meetings to sell uh, natural gas assets in Kazakhstan to the communist Chinese, by default, it is a State Department intel issue. So, either they knew and didn't care and therefore are complicit in this criminal activity, or they're thoroughly incompetent. Either one really well, Just interject the institution there, needs to be scrubbed out.
0: Just to interject there, Jack, I, I remember other emails I think were dealing with Romania where they were actually using the U.S. ambassador in country to well, help with these deals. Yeah, so, yeah. You, you remember that. So, the State it, Department it, it evolved in various ways.
1: Yeah. Without question, they, they, mm-hmm. they know what's going on. And mm-hmm. you see this all the time. I mean, for example, in their corrupt uh, dealings in Latin America, they CC ambassadors on all their corruption. And they're former ambassadors who apparently are partners in their online gambling operation in Peru. Thank you, Jeff Cooper. Jeff Cooper, Kansas City mob of the Democratic Party, Eudora Global. Bring it. This is how bad it is, people. This is going on all around the world. When we talked about the corruption of the uh, State Department and FBI, that was another deal on behalf of Chinese Energy Fuel Corporation, or CNOC, where Hunter was trying to broker the sale of the Ploeste oil fields in Romania. Now, to go back to Mazanov, what I think is find interesting about him in Kazakhstan is He's described usually in the Kazakhstan press as a former uh, KGB agent. In that picture for the viewers, he's the guy all the way to the right. The other guy on the left is a guy named Kenes, who is also a billionaire, partner of Hunter and his friends, highly corrupted. None of the money that these people have was made on the up and up. And, uh, there they that, are.
2: that picture was taken at Cafe Melisle in Georgetown. In my understanding, that was 2014, guys? Before, was that before or after they took, well, their first trip, Devin's first trip was in 2010. But this
1: was- must have been, I think this was in spring of 2016. And I, I may be wrong, but I'll tell you, your audience an interesting story. And I think it's very important. Glenn Kessler came out with a like Four Pinocchio article about the Daily Mail's coverage on that story. And remember, almost everything that the Daily Mail was publishing, I was working very closely or have been to the present day with them on these stories. And most of the stuff was stuff I uncovered because, you know, they were report. I have no editorial control. They've done a great job. But I contact Glenn Kessler with the emails showing that this was a coordinated meeting, that no, it wasn't just some Father Kulakis showing up and Joe <coughs> and Joe Biden wanting to visit with his spiritual advisor. This was a cocked up meeting from the start. And to his credit, Glenn Kessler, if you're listening, God bless you. I have a lot of respect. Glenn took my email. He He looked at all the screenshots I forwarded to him. And guess what? He contacted Hamburger and the editors of the Washington Post. And that's why I was able to get into the Washington Post and deliver them a copy of the hardtop hard drive on June 14th of this year. Now, I think they've been digging through it ever since. You know, all my conversations with them seem to be that they're moving forward. So I don't see that this is going to be able to stand for very long. And one of the clearest indications that this whole house of cards is about to collapse is what's happening inside kazakhstan mazanov now let's go back to his background educated moscow university studied chinese at beijing university 1991 he's named the trade representative from kazakhstan to china where he spends most of the 90s at some period in time he was criticized inside the uh standing press who who are quite uh uh proud people right ethnic the ethnic pride is very strong in Kazakhstan, right. and he was described as a uyghur because his mother is a uyghur right now look at his chinese connections and look at the fact that his mother's a uyghur and he responds very angry he says no that's a lie i'm not a uyghur he goes you know the ethnicity in Kazakhstani culture only follows through the man. You know, the woman's not important, so the Uyghur part is that I'm not Uyghur. This, these are all signals to me that this guy's been a dupe for the Communist Chinese all this time as well. We have multiple Americans who've been operating over in Kazakhstan, working with these people. We see the same thing in, in Ukraine, Burisma. I mean, Zolchevsky, former interior minister, awards himself 80% of the mineral rights of Ukraine. And 80% of those mineral rights that are productive are in the Crimea. Crimea gets invaded by Russia. Nothing happens to Zolchevsky. How are they going to seize back those lands that they don't even have control over? It's the best deal that ever happened to them. So you watch this over and over again. You see these betrayals around the world. And, uh, you know, this guy, uh, uh, Mazimov, just got arrested by his own people two days ago for treason okay now what was the treason that he's being arrested for could it have possibly been that masimov was trying to broker and sell out his own people to the communist chinese right there as i say there is a great awakening occurring around the world and on the one side you have the western or global elites and on the other side you have the communist party and people are starting to connect the dots that the little people in the middle are getting trampled and To me, that that's the that's the whole story right now in Kazakhstan. What is it
2: now? We, the, the The lead on the stories early on, when everything started to erupt, had to do with the fact that the, the that they the special petrol that they used for the cards there was the reason why everything erupted. But then, you know, th- that's usually the deflection of what's really going on, and, and and it could just be that the little people are just sick and tired, and they see the corruption and it's too much for them. But what's the relationship, Jack, between Massimo? And Putin all these years during the Obama administration, when um, President Biden was vice president.
1: Well, Massimo was always thought to be sort of a friend to the Russians, and certainly the president that he served was thought to be very close to uh, Vladimir Putin. But uh, you know, I think Russia has always taken a kind of uh, a soft hand where Kazakhstan's been concerned, because Kazakhstan sort of came out of the collapse a little better than the other regions did. Kazakhstan used to have significant number of secret Soviet uh, uh, research sites. It's where they did a lot of their nuclear testing. There were large numbers of sophisticated Russians who were living there, kind of the left behind, if you will. And I, I don't think that they wanted to interfere too much, but by default, they're deeply embedded in the country. I mean, I think of all the stand countries, it has the highest population of.
0: Well, you got to. I'm sure you do realize, but the Russians are very paranoid right now about NATO encroachment and anything on their border is very sensitive. You know, in, in yeah. Kazakhstan, Nur Sultan was pushing. He got rid of the Cyrillic alphabet. He, he was building a financial center. Um, So he was trying to move away from Russia and more be the Silk Road, you know, financial jurisdiction in the middle, um, which was interesting.
1: Here's something interesting too. Devin Archer, one of the partners, the guy who I think really uh, got the whole Kazakhstan thing rolling and and really got the whole the whole got them the jobs at Burisma. I mean, Devin Archer has just been riding on the coattails his whole life of powerful political uh, children. He's a hustler. A hustler, starting with Chris Hines. Kevin Archer was Hunter's partner throughout all this stuff. He's Hunter's partner in Bow High Harvest, along with Jimmy Whitey Bulger. Uh, he has had sort of a, a prince uh, blessed life in a kind of way. He goes to Yale, plays lacrosse. He's friends with the richest, most powerful kid on campus. Ends up becoming tight with their family. And you have to remember all of the assets of Hunter and Devin and its company, Rosemont Seneca was originally the Heinz family office. This was a broker dealer that was begun on behalf of the Heinz family that became the broker dealer, which laundered tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars on behalf of Hunter and, and other crooked officials.
2: And Christopher, uh, Christopher Hines was, was the kid that then De- became friends with on the campus of Yale. And yes. Then, and then also it was uh, Hunter when he went to Yale school, when he went to law school at Yale after a year at Georgetown.
1: Um, I don't think be- that's where they hooked up. I think they hooked up uh, largely because both their fathers were powerful. Could be. Democrat senators. I- I'm guessing that the Hines kids probably knew the Biden kids for a long time uh certainly they they became much closer now the only the laptop only goes back to the, the earliest emails about 2010 and in that era hunter was much better at erasing emails but he does keep some there's enough to put all these people in jail for the rest of their lives now here's something that's that's you know a little bit off topic but since we're talking about the broker dealer and everything There's so many to process crimes inside that broker dealer that it would be basically the easiest prosecution in the history of the DOJ. Right. I've watched I've participated in prosecutions of people for Wall Street crimes. Mary, did this wire come out of the Bank of America account? Yes, it did. Jimmy, did this go through the SWIFT system? Yes, it did. Did it arrive at Jerry's Bank at Wells Fargo? Yes, it did. Okay, five years for each one of these crimes.
0: Guess Guess who
1: is in charge of SEC enforcement? Peter Strzok's wife, Joe Biden, appointed her as the head of SEC enforcement on the 21st of January of this year and made her permanent on, I think, April 15th. So Pete C Strzok's wife is the one who would refer any of the criminal activity of Hunter Biden and his partners to the Department of Justice for prosecution. Okay, there but, are no but what
2: but what would be the crime, Jack, of everything that these guys did, other than the fact that it might be kind of sleazy and the characters are sleazy and Hunter's sleazy? You know, he's a oh, porn star of his own. What,
1: what would be the crime? What would be blatant fraud crime? inside Bohai Harvest, for example, they they claim to their investors which makes up a large portion of Wall Street. We're talking systemic risk here. That
0: mm-hmm. They
1: themselves have skin in the game. They don't have skin in the game. They have these secret rollover loans with the GP that occur every year in January where they get given money and then very specific instructions about how they're to turn that money around. So let's say- From, the,
0: Chinese, a, from the Bank yes, of China, right? Let's say yes. they're
1: going to make a $500,000 investment in their fund. Well, the Chinese will send them like 180,000, 120,000 and 200,000, all in separate buckets, and then they'll tell them specifically which banks they need to use to send it back. Is that? And any- they're not concerned. The, the Chinese have no concern with the American regulators. They warn them that we have to do it this way, and you have to follow our directions exactly, because we're afraid some earnest person inside the Chinese Treasury. Will flag these as illegal transactions. This is all in writing. So this and is, and then a, you have that you have inside in the broker the, dealer backdating, backdating uh, audits, backdating transfer of ownerships, uh, lying about the assets under management, lying about the amount of money that's in the accounts. Now, granted, these are process crimes, but people go to jail for these every day.
0: No, you want to get into the.
1: The real criminal activity, it's the betrayal of the country at every level. Bohai Harvest existed for the sole purpose of purchasing strategic assets for the Communist Chinese.
2: Jack, is this evidence in the computer?
1: Yes. Okay. It's all there. And I delivered a copy of the computer to Chuck Grassley and the Minority Committee on the Judiciary Committee on July 9th of this year. I have signatures for it. They've admitted it to the the Iowa press, and yet they've done nothing. And on top of all that, there's, you know, forget the Chinese espionage, forget the the global corruption. There's incredible amounts of evidence that Hunter was sexually abusing his 12 year old niece, all in writing, family arguing about it. He's not allowed to see the children. He can't do anything. Just like the FBI betrayed those young gymnasts, they betrayed Hunter's niece. They are not to be trusted on any level. And Some of you I know are out there listening. I I pray to God that some of you grow a spine and some moral character because you're not going to get the same deals as Mueller and Free and all the rest of these corrupt actors. And again, guys, Louis Free, come after me. You've got a big Judge Free. I've got the goods on you that should put you in jail, sir.
2: What's What's in the computer about Louis Free?
1: Oh, well, Hunter is trying to broker another energy deal in Romania. This energy deal requires the cooperation of the corrupt Romanian officials. And and Hunter has uh, hooked up with an oligarch over there that I believe he was introduced to by the Communist Chinese. And the guy's name is Povescu. And he gets prosecuted for corruption. He's like the Tony Soprano of Bucharest. He gets prosecuted by a female prosecutor in the spring of 2016. He's looking at 19 and a half years prosecutor is incorruptible. She's a folk hero in Romania. She's like Rudy Giuliani was here 30 years ago. And uh, Hunter can't have this happen. So he contacts Louis Free through this fake uh, narrative that, oh, actually, uh, Boy Schiller put us together. And there's even correspondence about how they make sure that their fake narrative of how this all got put together was kept secret from the world. And Louis Free pulls out all the stops to get this guy out. He's going to uh, not only can I put to work all the retired spooks and FBI assets in the region that dogpile this female. I can put to work the FBI agents in the State Department security apparatus. I can put to to work the FBI agents who are the the uh, instructors at the Anti-Corruption Academy. He travels to Bucharest several times. His partners in his law firm are three prosecutors from the Southern District, one from the Middle District of Florida. One other federal judge and a former U.S. head of Interpol, all well, of them let me working bring, on behalf you. of Hunter's criminal friend.
2: Okay, let me bring it closer for you, Jack. Louis Freeze on the board of the Bo Biden.
1: Yes, House he is
2: Delaware. Okay, uh, so he's got. Then this is this was Bo Biden's um, child prevention NGO. Uh, up the the, the Bo Biden Foundation South. is instituted to Hold protect on. children, yeah. Hold on, to protect children, yeah, but but at the same time, when the New York Post in 2020 broke the story, uh, before they broke the story, um, Hunter, Ashley Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden's uh, Joe Biden's daughter, and um, Haley, their daughter-in-law, who um, Hunter had an affair with, who's on the computer. Haley, yes. Uh, they were all on the board of the Bo Biden Children's Foundation. Shortly thereafter, I remember looking, I think it was in December of 2020, I looked at the board of the Bo Biden Foundation, and Hunter and Ashley were removed, but Haley was still on it. And I can't remember off the top of my head if if Louis Free was still on it, but I know he was on it for a long period of time.
1: Well, let's, let's take the whole FBI neglect of the safety of American girls one step further. Why is it that when Mac Isaacs contacted the FBI in late August of 2019, it took him until December 9th to pick it up? Mm -hmm. Why did they constantly ask Mac Isaacs, like, hey, we'll have an agent there in five minutes if someone shows up looking for it? Why was the FBI agent that they sent down to Mac Isaacs' store in Wilmington, Delaware, a guy from a nameless tower in Jersey City who only appears in print as an expert witness on child exploitation and child pornography? Why was the first question out of his mouth? Did you find child pornography on this? Now, I'm going to circle back very quickly. If Louis Free was willing to corrupt the FBI, the State Department and every asset that he had any access to in 2016 to get Hunter's corrupt friend out of jail in Romania, he fails, by the way. that Netflix should make a series about that female prosecutor. She is hardcore even though he travels there like three times that we know it, but it looks like it may have been five times. Now he's willing to do this. He's willing to commit criminal activity on behalf of Hunter Biden for just one of his clients in 2016. Who do you think the Biden family is going to call in 2019 when he loses his laptop? Now, when he lost his laptop, they obviously went into panic mode, right? Uh, I'll tell you, when I found those documents concerning Louis Free and uh, Romania, the first person I called because I knew Rudy Giuliani needed to know was Bernie Carrick. Bernie Carrick told me straight up, Jack, you know that mother effer, Peter Strzok? He's best friends with Louis Free. That was the first thing out of his mouth. He also told me that Louis Free was the first person to call up Rudy Giuliani in 2016 when he first went over there to investigate Hunter's activities for Burisma offering up his friendship as his old buddy from the putting away the mob days my understanding is that conversation was occurring on a regular basis all the way up until i sent those emails to Bernie Carrick. so louis free was betraying us in a loop from probably the entire time through every impeachment through everything now the fbi gets that thing on the 9th of december they don't do anything my guess is that they called Louis Free. Louis Free called up his last guy who he had any contact with in the FBI, Peter Strzok. Oh, and another confidential witness of mine told me I called him up after I called Carrick. I said, you're not going to believe what I found. He said, well, Jack, you do know that Louis Free and Peter Strzok are very close friends. I said, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, yeah. I said, he goes, I've told you too much, but I'm going to tell you everything. He said, back in the 90s, there were a number of illegal, off-books, spy catcher teams designed to capture evil Russians in the post soviet era in the 90s remember free gets booted early because of the hansen debacle very few guys survive at uh, uh counterintelligence after all that and this guy tells me he goes yeah he goes they're super close because strock's team had a couple of successes and he described it as if louis free took his favorite second lieutenant under his wing bernie Carrick said every time he saw free in new york he had he had peter struck with him i said oh my god you gotta be kidding me He goes, no, it gets worse, Jack. He goes, because these were illegal, they needed a Chinese firewall. They needed an executive officer for plausible deniability. That man was James Comey. Trust me, the evidence is all there. This is criminal activity going back 25 years. And if we don't do something to stop it, Christine and Todd, this country is lost. Absolutely lost. And... The Judiciary Committee has had this for, for months, uh, and the FBI's had it for over two years. And remember, Peter Strzok testified in an impeachment of a sitting United States president while having exculpatory evidence in his hands. Now, the last thing that that FBI agent said to Mac Isaacs, their whole conversation was, did you find child poor? No. Mac Isaacs responds, but I've been in fear of my life for having this in my possession. I'm sure glad you guys showed up. The next thing out of his mouth is, "Well, in my experience, people keep their mouths shut have nothing to worry about." And it walks out the door.
2: So, in the in the course of the last two weeks, with uh, Kazakhstan imploding, have have you observed, Jack, what the State Department's response has been? Because during the you know Obama administration, when President Biden was VP. Tony Blinken, who's now the Secretary of State, was the chief foreign affairs advisor to Vice President Biden at some some you know point. Um, I don't he was. Think, I don't think I don't know whether it was during the entire uh, Obama administration. certainly
1: during the last years of the administration. When this when this would have, have been examples. going
2: on with Kazakhstan, I mean. So has Tony Blinken come out and said anything that 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 gives you some concern?
1: Uh, I, I've not really been following Tony Blinken's statements. I, I think that Tony Blinken, to me, seems to be more uh, of—he's uh, kind of a thoughtful slave to the Biden family. Like, for example, this is quite interesting. Maisie Biden, I think, in twenty sixteen seventeen, gets invited to be like young Americans to China. You know, this big. She's a granddaughter. Trip, She's right? a, Maisie's one a granddaughter. of Hunter's daughters. Yeah she's at Penn at this point. And they, at this point, there's so much hunters being targeted, right? Uh, CFC deal with Hudson West is starting to collapse. Some of his deals are unraveling and they actually, uh, with Joe Biden's advice, contact uncle Tony Blinken to find out whether or not that would be appropriate. And Tony writes back, no, it absolutely would not be appropriate. But when wonders, what the hell was the advice that Uncle Tony was giving when Hunter was starting Bohai Harvest or trying to sell gas assets from the Yucatan to Argentina to Romania to Kazakhstan to the communist Chinese? It's There's a disconnect there that is very disturbing. And there's Hunter, also,
0: Jack, which... Go ahead. Go ahead. Hunter
1: often has... Not often, but there are three times I think that I can find on the laptop. And, and you have to remember, people are like, well, how come you keep finding new stuff? The way the laptop is structured, there's 8,000 emails that you can see, and there are 120,000 emails that you can't see. And you can only find with a word search, right? Or maybe they come up in someone else's email. So. As I've gone forward, you know, you start looking for new things. I didn't think to ever look up Louis Free. Who would have ever thought that Louis Free was maybe one of the most corrupt people in public life when we were all reassured when Clinton appointed him? Remember, we all patted each other on the backs. At least there's a Republican at the FBI. Let's remember Mueller was a Republican. Comey was a Republican. And I bet Strock's a Republican, too. And all of them deserve to be in orange jumpsuits. Let's so not forget Mueller was the uh, Mueller was the U.S. attorney during all the Mueller uh, Bulger nonsense up in uh, up in uh, in, in uh, Boston. This has to stop. So, we have,
2: so let me ask you, in, in, what about um, Joe Biden's younger brother,
0: or uh, Jim, Biden?
2: Give, yeah, we're, Jim Biden? Yeah, where is Jimmy Biden? Is, is the Kazakhstan?
1: Jimmy wasn't involved with the Kazakhstan, but Jimmy was Hunter's partner in Hudson West, which was the partnership between Patrick Ho, Ming, Chinese Energy Fuel Co- Corporation, and the Biden family. Now, that collapsed when the FBI arrested Patrick Ho for money laundering and bribing officials in the Belt and Road projects in Western Africa and sent him back to China rather than a federal prison. Right. Hunter at the time was nominally Patrick Ho's partner. Where he disappeared, and his- right? Million dollar a year uh, lawyer on retainer, but when Patrick gets arrested, it's some Chinese dude at Skadden Arps who calls up uh, Hunter and is like, "You're not going to believe this, but Patrick got arrested. Don't do anything. I'm covering everything. Just sit tight." Uh, so things are falling apart for Hunter, at, at, you know, as things go on. But if any one of these deals went through, the Bidens were looking at becoming billionaire family. And uh, particularly some of the, the like the deal in Mexico to buy the offshore gas assets off of Yucatan, build a pipeline across the Yucatan, and an the LNG port on the Pacific Coast for the communist Chinese. These okay, were all going to so, pay off so, pay. All
2: right, all right. So Jack, let let's. I mean, we can we can go country to country on this. I agree. But the, the pattern seems to be it's natural resources, it's gas, right? In terms of the deals that they were trying to uh, they were trying to make. Well, whether it's Chinese, whether it's Kazakhstan, whether it's Romania, whether it's Mexico. Is that correct? Well, that's,
1: what is motivating Hunter, Devin, and Jimmy? What is motivating them is the desire of the Communist Party. Communist Party, under, in their long-term goal, is to have energy independence by hook or by crook. It's why they would buy a small-time asset like the Ploeste oil fields and contemplate buying the greek railroad to get that stuff to a port to ship to themselves it's why they bought a small through hunter a small oil operation down in argentina they want to make sure that the united states of america does not control the energy needs of the communist chinese now unfortunately it's also why they
0: it's also why they gave afghanistan to the chinese
1: well look the afghanistan you know i think the chinese are going to find some trouble there too because the kazakhstan are sick of the chinese influence the afghanis are going to get sick of the chinese influence the chinese are very poor at understanding how their behavior affects the culture on the ground wherever they are it's the kind of arrogance of the han people i think it's why they stumbled so badly in africa and are going to continue to stumble but uh you know listen their objective is to control their own future, no matter what it is. And they see us as the biggest threat to their world domination. And so you also have to look at like, if this is the motivation of the Chinese, why is it that the first thing Joe Biden did was shut down the pipeline from, from Canada to the US? Why is it that Joe Biden first thing he did was shut down fracking and new oil exploration on BLM lands in the United States? Why is it that we were net exporters a day before he was inaugurated, and now we're looking at six and a half dollar gasoline out in California, and okay, we're scrambling so to but cover but our you, own needs?
2: But Jack, let's take the forty forty five thousand foot look at this thing. You know, most Americans do not understand the Chinese um, Brick Road Initiative, which is by land and sea, uh, that and 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 they have they have uh, vested interest. Okay, in dealing with the Romanian, the Romanian government, the Kazakhstan government, whoever the hell uh, you know runs Afghanistan, because it's all about geography. Do you right. do you think that the Biden tribe, for lack of, I mean, I'm not going to say that Comey, Free Hunter, whatever, are all you know equipped intellectually to even understand this? But is it is it a simple thing? that these people are working f- basically in in not, I'm not going to say in cahoots, but for self-serving financial reasons for power and money with the, the brick road initiative that the Chinese ha- want ha- plan. I mean, this is a fact, this isn't, this isn't, you know, this is not a myth that they're working in concert with them.
1: This is what I would say about the corruption of the global elite by the communist Chinese not all of them are cognizant of the danger that they're creating not all of them are cognizant of the damage that they're doing most of them are and and these are the kind of people you would target right the arrogant the people who actually are going to believe that you think they're worth a billion dollars and not perceive anything nefarious in it and this is going on around the world i mean you watch the chinese come in like vultures and, and purchase half of Italy's industrial complex in the last couple of years using COVID as a, as a methodology and the belt and road initiative, particularly as it pertains to central Asia and Europe, is this idea that they're going to be able to build a, a real transportation hub that will connect the factories of China to the consumers of central Europe. And in order for that to really succeed, they've got to be able to go through northeastern Afghanistan and up through Kazakhstan and all these areas. So when they go in 2014, for example, to argue about the purchase of the land of the fields in Kazakhstan for uh, Sinok and the Chinese, the only person who kind of questions like, how's this gonna work is Jimmy Whitey Bulger, who says, you know, I'm looking at the map and I just don't see any connections. How are you gonna get the gas from Kazakhstan to China? And the response is with a pipeline, dumbass, you know, (laughs) well, that pipeline was going to have to run through Northeastern Afghanistan where our sons and daughters were, were bleeding. Right. And to me, that's, that's a betrayal. Like there's no other. And when you go to Ploeste, Ploeste was the last source of oil for the Nazi regime. My, one of my earliest mentors was a a pilot in those bombing missions. And uh, we lost more men, trying to bomb Ploeste to choke out the Nazi regime's oil supply than we did over Berlin. And 75 years later, the vice president's son's trying to broker the sale of that bloody soil to the communist Chinese. There's a real disconnect here.
2: Well, it may, it may just be ignorance, maybe because they, they no, don't hear listen, for
1: example, Uncle Jim has a deal where, okay, maybe it's ignorance on their part, but wouldn't you think that, like, the FBI or the... The State Department or the Treasury might be like, hey, Uncle Jam and Hunter, you may be ignorant about this, but there are significant national security implications with you uh, brokering deals through the prime minister of Kazakhstan with China. You know, maybe these guys are the dumbest people on planet Earth, but then our enemies really are the people inside the CIA, State Department and the FBI because they're not dumb. Mm
2: hmm. Mm hmm. And neither, is, neither neither was the vice president of the United States who used to used to be the head of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee right and, and you know when he, when, when he me. when he w- did not suffer from dementia yeah.
1: you guys have a more depth than I do but I've told everybody who will listen to go check it out I still don't have an answer I've heard from people inside you know some opposition Intel groups inside the. US some of which are inside your buildings fellows and ladies, did the FBI never filed a 302 when they took Hunter's laptop. I think what they thought was they actually got the laptop and decided to bury it. Have you heard the FBI mention once, has as the director talked about, yes, we've been diligently searching through Hunter Biden's laptop for the last two years?
2: So what, what, did a, Grass, what did Grassley's office tell you that they were going to do when you met with them?
1: I didn't meet with them. You can't, these guys won't do anything on the up and up. I had to call their office out in Des Moines and speak to a lovely Midwestern lady and explain to her that I had some legal documents that I'm trying to get to the Senate Judiciary Committee, but I'm at FedEx and I don't have the address and the secret number right now. Could you help me out? Oh, uh, okay, Uh, yeah, that's this number. You call up and yes, it is the secret number, okay? I'm delivering some legal documents to the committee. And your name is? Okay. Senator Grassley and your name will be on there too. And it was signed for a man named Bell. They've had it since the 9th of June. I can tell you the things that Hunter's accused of doing to his niece would horrify people. So forget about what they care about you and me. Well, don't leave it there, Jack. don't,
2: Don't let it drop there because the audience wants to know what he was accused of.
1: In writing, Hunter recounts to several people that his sister has accused him of
2: sister-in-law his sister-in-law his
1: sister-in-law Bo's dead 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 Bo's wife Hunter's sister-in-law who Hunter in her state of grief turns into a crack addict and then his concubine she's a victim here too and when she sobers up in 2018 she starts looking through her daughter's uh, text messages and realize there's some bad things going on between her daughter and, uh, and Uncle Hunter her former lover And she accuses him of masturbating in front of the girl. Watching pornography in front of the girl. Sexting her naked. Smoking crack. Walking around the house naked. I mean, I don't know how much more it has to get. And the Delaware State Police have this too. Remember, Bo Biden created the Delaware State Police Child Protection Task Force. It's almost like. Some pedophiles decide to create a Catholic church. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's and Louis Free sits on the board of that. And if you believe the narrative between the Bidens and the Free's, Louis Free's just an old buddy from St. Joseph's down in the neighborhood in Wilmington. Well, they're about 15 years apart in age, so I don't buy that. And if they are best friends, Louis Free would have known that Hunter got kicked out of the Navy in 2014 for using cocaine. He would know that Hunter's been to rehab multiple times. He would know that Hunter tangentially has been, you know, contacted by the SEC and multiple others for investigations into his various partners who always go to jail but Hunter never does. He would know all this stuff.
2: Well, he, would also, he, know, he would also Louis Free would also know. Uh, and it's pretty well known in Washington, D.C., in certain circles about uh, Joe Biden swimming in the buff. OK, uh, and not having female Secret Service detail on that because, Biden, because of that.
1: I caught a bad word there. Pardon me? Oh, yeah, I can, I can. I can see that. Look, Ashley Biden's diary, which I know we're not allowed to talk about, but I read. You know, guys from Project, one of the guys from Project Veritas asked my opinion on it. They didn't give me their copy, but I, I took the old copy that was up there from Patrick Holly, And I never read it prior to the election, and I never read it after. I first read this thing in, like, the last week in May, because I was asked to read. Everything complies with stuff that Hunter talks about. Now, what's really scary is, uh, well, I, that's a bit of a confidence, but they were told by a prominent, you know, investigative journalist from Washington, D.C., who has always has the inside track on A Good Meal and the FBI, that while the diary was 90% true, some pages were inserted that are fake, which means you guys might get in trouble. This was the heads up that the uh, Project Veritas guys got, is my understanding. Now, I read it. I guess those pages that were inserted were just her talking about her horrible, sad drug abuse problems her horrible lack of uh, self-respect that has turned her into a virtual, you know, uh, woman to be used by others. And towards the end, she says, I finally realized now that uh, because my mother was such a cold hearted, you know, rhymes with witch never showed me one iota of human affection that i was so starved for affection that now i realize it was a really bad idea to take all those showers with my dad i don't know <laughs> they all had yeah. to have learned this behavior somewhere and they're all pretty damn good at covering it up
2: well there's rumors about joe in uh in his neighborhood in the buff um as i was told by delaware
1: forces i i'm trying not to not to engage too much in rumor you know i'm just trying to engage in the things that i've seen and if ashley biden's diary is a fake you know i wish the fbi had come out and declare it so so that i wouldn't have to have these awful images inside my brain staining my soul
2: let's go back to kazakhstan uh what do we need to watch in in terms of as this rolls out in terms of the significance um i mean what what are the key points that the audience can take away to, to watch as the story rolls out because it fir- it was first reported you know i mean we know that massimo's been uh arrested he's he's thrown in jail you know for treason um, we we know that uh, Putin's got Putin sent some of his guys in there. There's rumors that you know some of Putin's guys may have done some of the disrupting. We know that there was a shoot to kill um, uh, because of the demonstrations. The government offices <laughs> flipped upside down. The economy's uh, falling there. But but looking looking in terms of the U.S. interest, what is it, Jack, that the American people need to watch for as the story unfolds?
1: well i think that we run a real risk to real disruption in that entire region right this is why it's so important for the soviets to get control of it the russians excuse me i'm too old uh but i think one of the key things is going to be the people who are taking over now want payback right they've got to prove to the mob in the street that they're going to make examples of the bad actors now, for them to have arrested Masimov, the former head of state security, obviously the uh, iron fist of, of totalitarian uh, control in the country.
2: And the I'm former gonna, pri- and he was a former, and the former
1: prime, minister. prime minister and had met with Hunter multiple times. And I would like to know what exactly are the treason charges going to be? Because if those treason charges had anything to do with China, then this thing is over. You're going to watch this take down the Biden regime as well, or if it has anything involved with all this China China connections,
2: or if it has yeah. But Jack, isn't it true that if anything that he's charged for treason that has anything to do with any never going to be charged for treason? Hunter
1: will never ever no no no
2: no no. I'm not suggesting wait. I'm not suggesting Hunter. I'm talking about Massimo being charged with treason now. I'm suggest. I'm asking you if. If Massimo's treason charges have anything to do with his prior uh, deals with Hunter,
1: that, would that be that's a telling what, sign? That's what I, I think we want to see. I mean, if the, if the charges are for mass surveillance of the Kazakhstani people, maybe there's nothing there. But if the charges are for cooperating to sell national uh, assets to the communist Chinese, then we got a big problem in Washington. And, I think
0: that the person that's going to make that decision as to what the charges are will be Putin because on one hand he has a grudge against the Biden regime and they're, you know, Ukraine is a big problem. All these, this cabal launders everything through Kiev and, you know, so Kazakhstan. I mean, if, if they can, if they, he can get back at the Biden regime is what I'm saying.
1: I, I don't think that, well, you know, We've put Putin in such an awful place, and I don't want to blow up any of your audience's heads, but I've been saying it for more than a decade. We should ask, since 9-11, this should have been obvious, we should have asked Russia to join NATO. And unfortunately, because we're not fully aligned on rainbow issues, that seems to be an impossibility. But the fact of the matter is we share the same existential enemies which is an ascendant radical Islam, stretching all across their southern border, and uh, a rising communist China to, to their Far East,
0: Well, we pushed so them. In them
1: instead, we're pushing them into the hands yeah. uh, of our, our enemies as well. And it, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, when you consider that we have no problem partnership with uh, half the awful human beings of the Middle East, and don't seem to have any uh, issues with their human rights, yet we hang human rights around Putin's neck like it's an anchor. And the only well, human it's rights obvious, I can Jack. seem I mean, to find are human rights that we violated as well 30 years ago.
0: It's obvious, your point. I mean, they, they hate that possibility. So this is why the whole Russian collusion Well, but if they cared about our yeah. security,
1: if they actually cared about it, if the intel services, if the people advising are the president? If they actually cared about the long-term security of the West, why would they continue to saber-rattle with Putin exactly. when he holds the extension cord to Western Europe through Nord Stream One and in Nord Stream Two he'll own it outright?
0: Yeah, it doesn't make
1: any sense. So, um I'm sorry. We I'm in a building that sounds like someone's decided to drill upstairs. <laughs> uh, no, there's so many issues here that America needs to confront. We need to decide what kind of country we we'll want to be in the future. And uh, think, what, think what the new world would be like if instead, over the last 20 years, we'd spent $8 trillion on South America and Latin America. None of our enemies can swim here. It's, uh, we are so misaligned in trying to decide what the future of America is meant to be. And um, we've got some big problems. I mean, we could go on all day. I think one of the fundamental ones that your listeners need to understand. We're all kind of hateful on the pharmaceutical industry right now. Let that hate grow. Let it bubble up because they betrayed America along with the collusion of Wall Street and our own government to put 80 percent of the drug manufacturing of planet Earth into the hands of the communist Chinese. So they give us a virus and then they sell us a mask. We don't make penicillin in this country. We don't make aspirin. Heck, we don't even have a lead smelter in this country to make bullets with. We got to buy that from our potential enemy, too. So everybody had better wake up because we have a constitution. We should enforce the constitution. We should hold people responsible for their irresponsibilities and their crimes And we should try to save this country before it boils up into something that looks a little bit more like kazakhstan than the america that we know and love and the people who are responsible for letting this simmer to a point where that lid might blow off the old pot are our elected servants those members of the judiciary committee who continue not to come clean oh you want to hear one on rubio that same guy i talked about went to rubio with hard evidence of hunter's crimes in china Five and a half years ago, had five meetings with his staff. Rubio did nothing. We are being betrayed at so many this, levels.
2: Jack, who is I'm this, not gonna name
1: this person, but there's gonna be a time and place when Marco Rubio is gonna find it very difficult. I'm thinking of walking away from the sound, but I realize I can't do that. It, <laughs> these people have betrayed us all along. Marco Rubio was sitting on the on the Intel committee when all this was revealed to him. Isn't Marco We lost you. should know the of I guess he just wants the money. So, have we lost me? You're back, and you all hear me? You're back. I guess Rubio just wants the money, right? I mean, I don't know who controls Rubio. I have no idea. And uh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's Brayman. His wife works for that big car company, but I don't know. But none of these people are working on behalf of the American people and we're getting betrayed everywhere. I think that I find myself in the odd position now being a confessor to a large number of these people inside the apparatuses who, who are now fed up. And I think that in the works, we're going to see it hopefully soon. There are going to be some massive data dumps and already people have hired whistleblower lawyers. Already, this this evidence is being stockpiled in skiffs, not just in the United States. You got to remember, the first person I gave Hunter Biden's laptop was to Swedish national television, because there's clear evidence that Hunter had a spy inside his office at Rosemont, Seneca, working for the Chinese. That describe how she's going to which office she has to have, which shares a wall with the Icelandic ambassador, how she has to go to China for a four week communications pro- program so that she could be the sole communicator between Washington and Beijing. Why? She need to learn how to use Zoom or email? No, I gave it to them. And then I just found out just four weeks ago that NATO's had a copy since last spring. I'm assuming that's the copy that I gave the Swedish national television. And I can assure you that there are hundreds of copies out there now in the hands of responsible Intel people, some of whom are retired. I don't know all of them. I've not been in control of it. But this is not going to stop. And this is not just in the United States. I mean, this has gone to our allies. They need to know if they cannot trust us, because if we can't save ourselves, well, gosh, maybe it's time for Western Europe to come to the rescue of us just by exposing the corruption inside of our security apparatuses and our political leadership. In combination with Wall Street and and uh, you know the, the billionaire elite that seem to run the world. I mean it doesn't end. There's so much more. Look yeah. have your listeners look up a company called Meta Biota, M-E-T-A-B-I-O-T-A, and put a Google search collar on it that ends on December first, twenty nineteen. They're global corona back virus experts. They're prime contractors inside the Wuhan lab. Hunter and his partners raised $32 million for these people. Hunter's secretary in Beijing, her husband is the chief scientist for MetaBiota. The secretary in Beijing, no one's heard from her in two years. This is scary stuff, people. And I'm not saying that everybody knew what was going to happen. But, you know, as I always say, every greed starts with every sin starts with greed. And so these let people me, are let taking me, us down the rat hole.
2: Okay, so Jack, you're, you're you know you you've taken us around the monopoly uh, board here, okay, and nobody's gone to jail yet. Let me ask you one specific question. I think you know the, the public needs to be asked, and the public would be curious at this point in time because of COVID. Is there any evidence on that uh, laptop that has anything to do with the pharmaceutical industry as we know it in DC in terms of the pharmaceutical? Oh, manufacturing? oh
1: yeah, 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 for sure. 20. Okay,
2: I, I, hold on. I'm not talking about Russia, I'm not talking about China. I'm talking about Pfizer, Merck, you know, any of the US pharmaceuticals. Do is there anything on that laptop that has anything to do with US pharmaceuticals that are that are involved with COVID mRNA? I'm not talking Wuhan lab now.
1: MetaBiota just so your listeners know was more than likely set up by our own intelligence services as an early warning private company to go around the world and look for viruses they're probably ours okay in part well, that
2: was well wait, wait a second wait a second that that wasn't even set up that may be that may be a, a private company may have even been set up by intelligence I don't know that'd be true we had a whole program okay. of- all I know is
1: the no, secretary's yeah. husband the, the head of metabiota worked for a U.S University for many many years and cooperated with our own CDC before he went to Wuhan
2: Well, Jack, I'll even get you further than that. The U.S. government, the Norwegian government and many international governments have, in fact, a financially supplied um, project that went to USAID that oversaw all of the international consortium of scientists and researchers that were hunting for all the undetected uh, 800,000 coronaviruses that went into the transmissibility research. Okay, that so, was connected. so now you've created okay. the break. We don't even in. have to look independently. But My question you, goes back to U.S. pharmaceuticals. On, yes. the- I, I,
1: if you let me talk, I could just I, I could go for an hour. Yes, during the Haitian uh, earthquake, Hunter and his friends were trying to grift the aid there, and there was talk, I believe, they were contemplating discussing with one of their friends who's now at Pfizer. How they could set up these uh, medical uh, mobile clinics down there, all ostensibly for uh, goodwill, but uh, they were going to get paid. Uh, They also were trying to grift the fresh water after the Haitian earthquake. There's an email that forwards Hillary Clinton's private correspondence with the Haitian ambassador via Rajiv Shah to Hunter Biden and something they call the Delaware Group. Yes, there is such a thing. And uh this is on and on. I mean, give me give me the five focus circle companies you want me to look. I mean, like I said, I don't necessarily look for it unless I see it in something else. But they were tied in with everything. In fact, when they're trying to do something else, they say, hey, why don't you call Jin Wan's husband, the guy who's running Metabiota, who used to work at the CDC, because I bet he can help us out on this. This is. We have been betrayed, like nobody can believe. Part of the thing that's so frustrating with the whole coronavirus is now the recognition that we are almost as responsible as the Chinese. It seems not we, because more. we, we are. were funding the gain of yeah. function. Uh, we are.
2: That's what people don't understand in America. We are because we ran. We ran. We were part of the international consortium of research and scientists. And, over, and, would, and oversaw it through the PREDICT project at USAID at the State Department. That's what, a fact.
1: What was weird about MetaBiota, MetaBiota comes on the scene out of nowhere. And they get the contract for Guinea and Africa during the Ebola virus, uh, pandemic. And now, ironically, they seem to be like following Fauci's advice over there and really screwed up. And thousands of people died under their watch. while. My dear friend, Dr. Hatfield, was over in the Congo actually fighting the disease, wrapped up like a spaceman, et cetera, et cetera. Metabiotic totally fails in Guinea in their stated, you know, uh, business plan that we're the people you want to bring in when you have a complicated virus, they fail. Yet somehow the Peter Principle elevates these people to the next level and no okay. one else was elevated. That to me also shows they're part of U.S. intelligence. These guys are picking winners and losers. Why do you think Netscape doesn't exist anymore?
2: What is the, what is the, uh, when was this country metabiola? When was it set up? Who, Metabiota,
1: who, I think, was set up in 2014, right at the start, 2013, 14. Who are the right founders
2: the who financed it and who's on the board?
1: Listen, I can't do everyone's work for them. I'm just telling you, do, the, do, do that Google search and you'll be shocked.
2: Okay. I mean, I think and, and I,
1: there are lots of people who know about this. It's not, <laughs> I've given all this stuff to the Washington Post, I've given all this stuff to the Daily Mail. Uh, you know, the woman Xiaoyin, the, the, the wife of the scientist, is, I'm told, disappeared. She's known the Biden family since the 90s. She's the Biden family handholder ever since they went to China. Her father was the first general of Chiang Kai-shek's to cross over to Mao's army. These are, they're dealing with the top level. And if the China, if we don't care about what China Han was doing in China, the Chinese apparently did because they killed Yi Ming. They disaparicited uh, Patrick Co until two weeks after the election and came out with the runaway bride slash Jack Ma blank stare after spending two years in a guest house. The secretary, Xiao Ying, whose husband is the chief scientist at MetaBiota, no one has heard from her. Somebody needs to ask these questions because people are getting murdered because of the Biden's.
2: Well, they're good, but you can't blame everything on the Biden's.
1: Listen, they, dead yeah. men tell no tales. Dead men tell no tales. Okay, here's another one. The secretary at Hudson West, a girl named Jackie Bao. Jackie Bao is the one who tells Hunter, in part, big changes are coming to Hunter after everyone's arrested. Don't worry. Sit tight. I promise you, big changes coming next year. Well, it's reputed that her father is Wang Shang, the Heinrich Himmler of that regime, and the guy who would have executed uh, Yi Xia Ming, and the guy who would have put Patrick Coe in jail, and the guy's in charge of the Uyghur camps and in charge of internal state security and fighting corruption and every other thing. That's her father. She well, so if you, if you hang you hang all of it that's in the accounts, which at that time was yep. about $5 million.
0: Guys, I think we, we've we been at this an hour. Well, I think put we it saved this way. it for Do another episode. Do you think episode. that
1: Wan Shishong's daughter ends up as Hunter's secretary by accident? No. Do you think that... Did the head of the Meta Biota is Hunter's secretary in Beijing's husband by accident? No. Exactly. So where is our intelligence service at this point? What are they doing? How many have died because of their incompetence? And we saw what they did in China. We lost all our agents there because they gave them all the same exact uh, communications device. And there are a bunch of others who, who paid a price from our allies as well, which would likely come out in a Senate hearing And it's darn straight that we should better have one soon because otherwise all is lost. This president and his family deeply involved with the same people in Kazakhstan who are getting burned out of their offices by the Kazakhstani people. Are we responsible? You bet we are in some way.
0: Let's leave it there, Jack, and save this for another episode, maybe focused on pharmaceuticals. All right. And, uh, God bless you me. all.
1: Let's stay in the fight. I do think 2022 is going to be a year of revelations. I think that, uh, you know, there's a great awakening occurring in the shires of the West. And it's not just in our own intel services. It's in our allies' intel services. People are growing tired of keeping these secrets
0: just for a pension. Well, Jack, when you get some of those whistleblowers, keep us in mind when you get some of those I certainly will, my friend.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Jack.
0: All yeah, right. Really appreciate it. Take care, yeah. bro. You too. Bye.